Hello, hello. So today I'm going to talk about 26 tips on giving a successful job talk. This is for when you have been uh, asked to come visit for an interview for a postdoc or some other type of academic job. Um, and you have to give a talk as part of that interview, as part of um, visiting. So here's 26 tips on how to do that. Um, so first of all, it's always good to have pretty pictures throughout your talk. Everybody likes to, uh, you know, look at nice things and images. And, you know, especially if you're part of an experiment, you have to, you know, have some cool signs to show or um, pictures from your experience. Somehow it's always good to add uh, visuals like that throughout the talk. And especially you can even do this on your title slide. Sometimes when people are still coming in to the auditorium, uh, there is um, some time before you even start your talk. And if your title slide is super boring, then that's kind of worse than if your title slide had a bunch of, you know, had something pretty uh, that also kind of announces like your talk your name whatever and everybody can come in and that's the first impression that you make on the audience so just keep that in mind so that's number one is having a um you know memorable title slide i guess number two is uh adding a quick orientation slide right after the title slide providing information some basic information about uh what this talk is about so you want to say your name maybe if you're a graduate student maybe say your advisor's name because maybe more people will know your advisor uh, than you. And uh, just like say the, the name of your experiment, the name of your project or whatever, and then maybe something quick, like super quick information about it to uh, sort of cage your, your audience on what they are about to receive, right? Like what this talk is going to be about. If you can give them a super duper quick um, orientation, that's why I call it quick orientation slide. Uh, and it really helps, I think. Number three uh, is it's very important to show knowledge of your field as a whole and acknowledge other work. So at any given, at any job talk, at any talk you're giving, this is pretty um, important. And especially the job talk, your, your talk might be attended by people who are sort of in your field, but not really in your exact experiment, but they're outside of that, but still in that same field. So once, uh, so when you actually acknowledge other people's work and other uh, say if it's this is a scientific experiment, uh, which is part of a broader field, if you can demonstrate experience, knowledge, um, and just in general, acknowledging other people's work makes them feel happy. And it's also just better to do. And also you're kind of setting up your um, sort of the literature for your for your uh, discussion. So I think that's always very good to do early on. And that can really help uh, in your job talk. Um, number four is in any kind of background slide, like say, so at a job talk, you can expect questions throughout your talk. It's not just at the end. You can expect questions at any point. The audience can interrupt you and ask you questions. And especially at, in, in those background slides early on is when you can expect questions where, uh, understanding what they're asking is very critical. So, so I talk about this in my book, How to Land Your Dream Postdoc, which is available on Amazon, uh, which is that when you're answering questions at a job talk, it's very important to understand what is being asked and to repeat the question and get clarification on that question. Now, this is especially important when uh, you're still kind of d going through your background and motivation slides because you, you you're setting the stage for what you're about to say about about the details that you're getting, going to get into. So at this early stage, uh, if someone asks a question and you don't know what what they're asking, it's very important to get that clarification before you even attempt 
to answer their question. Okay. Um, number five, it's very important to tell the audience why they should care about anything that you say early on so that you can keep their attention throughout the talk, right? So this is pretty obvious. And, you know, I'm sure you're going to do this uh, in your motivation slides. You're going to have motivation and uh, like why your research is important and all that stuff. Like what is setting up your research? What's the background? I'm sure you're going to talk about this. And I would really, really stress the importance and highlight that importance as much as possible. Because if you don't tell your audience why they should care, you will quickly lose their interest. And it's, it's, um, you know, that the talk is that much worse at that point. Like every talk is kind of hard to sit through, but like if the audience doesn't even know what they should care about, then it's that, that much harder for them. All right. So number six, if you have confusing things, which is, you know, very common in research, like you're talking about concepts that are pretty confusing, they're detailed, they're, they're, there's a lot of layers. You want to break those down into bite-sized chunks. So use multiple slides for something like this. If this is a confusing new thing or some kind of new involved uh, concept or, or process, you want to uh, break it down. You don't want to give it all at the same time to the audience, right? It's much more uh, difficult to digest when there is a slide full of uh you know, a lot of details or a lot of text or even just a lot of visuals. You want to break it down. Uh, number seven, spend enough time explaining everything in a heavy slide. If it is a heavy slide or, you know, not every slide is going to be the same. I would say keep all your slides like you want to not make any particular slide too heavy. But if it is relatively heavy, you want to spend enough time on it so that you're not losing your audience as, you know, you don't want to show them a bunch of things. Like the worst thing is to show them a bunch of things. And then even worse than that, I guess, is to show them a bunch of things and not even give them enough time to digest what you just showed them. Because don't expect them to read uh, super quickly and be listening to you. That's that's too much to expect from the audience, okay? Number eight, um, and I think I already said this, but when explaining a very critical concept or just any concept, really, I would just rule of thumb limit to only one concept per slide. Ideally, you want to, and if it's something's difficult, ideally you want to use a cartoon or a picture to help visualize. You don't want to just say, say a bunch of text and expect the audience uh, members to read that or or get anything out of it. You should make it as easily digestible as possible. You should really, really lim limit your uh, concepts to one concept per slide and utilize visualizations like cartoons and things as much as possible to make it more understandable. Number nine, when appropriate, connect things to real life. Like I know sometimes when we're doing research, it's a uh, kind of abstract. It's kind of like out there in a different kind of world than the one we exist in. So if you want to uh, really engage with your audience and if you want to have that effect of like making things connect with them, which I really recommend during a job talk, then you want to connect things to real life, like something tangible. Like I had a picture of people, including myself, in front of my uh, experiment at one point. That also kind of showed how big it was, how big that whole um, setup was. Like, so I was part of this uh, balloon, uh, NASA long duration balloon experiment in Antarctica. And so of course, yeah, there, there there's a lot of pr pretty pictures associated with that experiment. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to really understand what, what's going on. Like, you know, uh, if it's, if it's kind of abstract, but then if you have people standing in front of that setup, then you can almost, you know, that makes it so much more tangible and understandable. 
Um, include number 10, include pretty pictures whenever possible to give the audience a break from consuming heavy topics. So the other uh, big function of like connecting things to real life is is great with uh, and you can do, use pictures from real life, you know, with your science, with your experiment, with your whatever you're doing uh, to do that. But also those pictures, pictures that have, you know, it's not like science heavy pictures, basically. Those just help the audience to take a break as well, because if you just like feed the audience you know, thing after thing after thing that's, you know, that they're having to really consume and understand and process, then that's a lot to ask uh, for them to be able to understand everything. Like it's, it's a lot of material that you're throwing at them. So it's better to give them some breaks. Number 11. Um, so I use cartoons a lot to explain the process of detection for, for my experiment in my uh, projects. And like, I would recommend that I'm a big fan of cartoons and making everything digestible as much as possible. So I put that as number 11 and I think I've kind of uh, covered it already, but you get it. So number 12, the more obvious you make things that are more, that are most important for the audience to understand the better off your talk will be. So just think about what is the most, most, most important things uh, that you want the audience to take away from your talk. Now, hopefully there aren't too many of these, okay? So if you expect the audience to be able to take like 10 important things from your talk within an hour, that might be a lot. Like you might want to, you know, uh, stick with just a few things that are most important and then add that layer of work for yourself, which is to make those things that are most important in your talk for your audience to understand the most easy to understand, right? So that's a good talk when those types of things that are super important for the audience to understand are also actually very easy for them to understand. Number 13, remember that you represent the field at large, like your field as a whole, not just the little thing that you've done, or not just the very specific stuff that you've contributed to your field, but the field as a whole. So act like a leader of that field and give the audience a status of what is going on in that field um, as a whole, like in that, in the, in the world, in that world of, of your broader research, what is going on? A postdoc or a professor or whatever is about becoming a world leader in your field of specialization, not just a student. So you want to start thinking more and more like a leader and how you want to lead this audience um, into understanding what is going on in that, in that, broader field than just talk about the specifics of your work. And with that kind of mindset, you will automatically make your job talk a lot better um, for the audience to be able to consume. All right. So number 14, uh, sometimes what I do is use a divider slide uh, between two topics. So say you've just talked about some hardware and now you're going to talk about analysis. Like what I do is I put uh, what I ca call a divider slide and it kind of just like it's another type of orientation slide. It gives them uh, brief information about what's about to come. And then also it's mostly uh, it's mostly a blank slide. So also that, too, gives uh, the audience a mental break. So just remember about giving the audience some mental breaks. Otherwise, you're going to frustrate them with too much information that they're not going to be able to process. So just put in some mental breaks wherever uh, possible. Number 15, don't assume that your results will be obvious to the audience. Make the takeaways from your results. Like obviously your results are very important and they are super clear to you because they are your results. But again, uh, since they're so important, it's also very important for your audience to actually understand them, right? And if you if they don't understand your results, then they'll think you don't have any. So the thing is, you want to make these results, these takeaways, 
crystal, crystal clear to them and tell them exactly what they need to focus on or what important things came out of the analysis. So I'm saying that you need to really, really spell it out, like spell out what important result you got. Like even if you're showing a slide that kind of explains the results, that kind of you know shows some plots or figures or whatever from your results, like a table, whatever, um, I would still in words like have some like a sentence or words or something in there that will tell the audience exactly what you want them to take out of that slide. Like as if like they don't understand anything, like really, really, really break it down, be specific, be focused on exactly what you want them to focus on and take away from that slide. Make it super obvious. Number 16, important results should be highlighted. So first of all, again, your results are important and they should be highlighted. They should, they should be given that place of importance in the talk and they should be delivered as one important thing per slide. And this is consistent with the fact that you don't want to you know, throw too much at your audience that they can't digest. Because you know, if you show them like three important results in one slide, maybe they only can process one. And now they think you only have one important result, you know, like really like go slow, go slow and highlight your results and be deliberate about, about delivering uh, the, the, the kind of communication of that, of that, of, of, of your results. Okay. Number 17, show results before methods. I know you're thinking there, you know, we always talk about methods before results in a paper, but no, in a talk, in your job talk, Show the results, show the most important results before methods, before telling the audience how you got the results, just tell them the results. Don't make them wait until after the methods slides, show results first and keep methods to a minimum, right? This actually helps to highlight your impact. Like if you spend a bunch of time on telling them your methods, by the time you're telling them your results, they, they're already bored. So just tell them the most important things. Don't even worry about, oh my God, they won't understand how, how hard I worked on this, blah, blah, blah. They understand. They, they, there is always this understanding that science is hard. Research is hard. Just tell them your results up front. Don't make them wait. Uh, this is not a suspense novel is how my advisor would put it. And just tell them because this helps you highlight your impact. Just trust me on this. Number 18, Work that is of interest to the audience, even if ongoing, should be addressed or at least mentioned in your talk. So, so, so this makes you current. So in your job talk, may, maybe there's some topic that you're still working on or something that's kind of important in the, in the world of your research right now. And you, and you know your audience is going to want to know about it, but like it's still ongoing. So you don't feel very comfortable talking about it in detail. You still want to address it somewhat or at least like spend a little bit of time on that because otherwise you're just kind of avoiding it and at that point that's not good and also just talking about stuff that's still ongoing and not finished makes you current that makes research um what it is which is research research is not a finished product right number 19 uh break down difficult concepts to be as accessible as possible i think i've already said this but you know let's do it again uh number 20 Show pictures that capture your research experience and associated travel to demonstrate that you're a well-rounded scientist. So this is kind of um, easier for some people than others. But like if you have traveled and stuff for your work, uh, you know, include some pictures because that just shows that that that's that's to kind of show off like you as a as a researcher. And that's equally important in the in a job talk. Number 21, don't only show the finished products always show something ongoing. And I think I already touched on this with the stuff that might interest your audience, but basically 
You always, always want to show something ongoing because research never ends. Show your current unfinished work and be excited about it. If a researcher is not excited about their work, they cannot be expected to be funded for the same. So show your current work, even if it's not finished. And, and you can tell them that it's not finished, right? That it's ongoing. Number 22. Um, so I talked about my hardware work towards the end of my talk. Uh, because more ca people care about analysis. So this is an example of like sort of the ordering of the topics in your talk. Like think about not is what is, think about what stuff is not most important to you, but what is likely to excite the audience the most, right? So analysis is generally considered more exciting, uh, unfortunately. So no one cares about hardware, uh, especially when they don't know what, what it's for and like what the importance is. So I put all of my analysis stuff towards the beginning and then hardware towards the end because uh, because I knew the audience would uh, appreciate that. So think about what your audience would appreciate more than like what you think uh, as a researcher. You know what I mean? Okay. Number 23. So just because I just talked about this hardware stuff, let me just go into some more detail about this. Uh, before showing the hardware improvements that I talked about in my job talk, I actually talked about why these upgrades were needed at all. So always, always motivate everything before showing any content on that topic. No one cares otherwise. This is sort of reiterating what I already said. But basically, if you're talking uh, about something, talk about what big problem you were trying to solve and tell it like a story. And then you'll have everybody's attention. Otherwise, they don't care. Nobody cares, unfortunately. You know, number 24. So I introduced the solution for like what my hardware did, et cetera, et cetera, after talking about the problem for a few slides so that it was clear that this is an important contribution. So again, you can talk about your solution, but first talk about the problem, right? Otherwise, they don't know what the solution is for. Um, number 25, in the last slide, in my last sli science slide, I show another, uh, this, this project, something exciting to end the talk with. And this kind of drove home the point that I'm an, ex an active, that I am an active researcher who is working on problems that I care about. And this is something super important to highlight in your job talk because, um, you know, you are an active researcher who is uh, hoping to get this position. So, like, if you're not actively working on things that are active, and I know I'm saying active a lot, then, then they, 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 why should they fund you, right? Like, re th these funds, the research funds, are for active researchers. So just make that. Super clear. And number 26, uh, you can leave like your summary and conclusions up on uh, like the talk as you take questions. Like don't worry about um, uh, actually having to go through those uh, as you take questions if you're if you're close to being you know done with time. So that's what I would say. I uh, hope this helps you create a successful job talk. Like this is, um, I already blogged about this on my How to PhD blog at howtophd.org. And um, I also have a book on all of this uh, that's related to like getting a postdoc. Um, so this is all just to like help you write the talk and like think through what your audience would appreciate um, when you do write the talk for a job talk. And I really hope that this is uh, helpful and that you are very successful in, in anything that you try. Um, thank you so much and good luck.